It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Let's get to some listener questions to get us started today. You can submit questions online at acolerealty.com. Stan is up first. Stan's in Morrisville and says, what are some of the reasons you think this fall is a good time to list a home for sale? Yeah, I mean, the thing I always like to point out, whether it be this year or in a year, is the seasonality. For whatever reason, there's always this mindset for sellers that spring is the best market to list their home. Because, of course, like their landscaping looks its best, right? With all the flowers are blooming, it's just more appealing. But then what happens is every other seller feels the same way. So then you have more competition. So going into the fall market is an amazing time to list your home because you will have less competition, which will then put more eyes on your home, which then will drive your price up. So it's a great time to sell. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and, and for some of those reasons you listed earlier as well, that appreciation still going in the right direction, uh, those it fears of, of your, you know, buying a home and having the price, just the value on it just plummet, uh, n- not happening across the board. And if you've even owned your home for a year, you are going to be pleasantly surprised at what your home is worth. Two years, even more pleasantly surprised. So if you would like to get an idea of your home value, we can definitely, you know, pull some numbers for you and give you a good feel of what you could sell your home for in today market, which I think you'll be, again, pleasantly surprised. That's a great point. You can actually do that uh, without even having to talk to anybody if you want to do it yeah. all digitally. Uh, Angie's got a pretty cool tool that at least uh, helps start that process and gives you an initial idea of what the value of your home might be. If you text the word SAVVY to the number 21000, we'll text you right back. There's a link to click on in that text, and it'll take you to where you can find our home value tool. And that's where you can put in your address and some basic information about your home and get an idea of its worth in today's market. So again, if you want to utilize that tool, find out what you might be able to sell your home for right now, just text the word SAVVY to the number 21000. As always, for the most accurate viewpoint and estimate, you'll want Angie's team to come out, put boots on the ground, and have a detailed conversation with you. But that's a great way to start things off. Again, just text the word SAVVY to the number 21000. All right, we've got another listener question here from Chris. Chris is in Fuquay Verena. and says, how much do you think mortgage rates would have to dip to get the housing market back into a frenzy? Uh, honestly, just a percent. Um, that was something mm. that we were chatting about at our team meeting this week is, okay, whenever, let's say interest rates at one point, they were below three, right? And then they shot up to five. People freaked out, okay? Now that they're up in the sevens, what if they drop down to five? People would be thrilled. They would think it, it just was amazing. So I would say even a 1% drop, and you will see people out there ready to buy, ready to lock in because they want to take advantage of it. You know, to them, a 6 is better than a 7 or a 5 is better than a 6. So as soon as interest rates drop, people are buying. That's a great point. Yeah, it wouldn't take much movement to get people motivated, it sounds like. Yeah, we don't have to go back to the twos or threes, uh, I think, to get people moving and shaking, Uh, just the the slightest bit of motivation. It's so interesting, because there seems like there's so many people on the sidelines pent up to buy. 
you you're right we're just locked and loaded for another frenzy when we just get the slightest dip you can kind of just see that coming we can we can that 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 is telegraphed right it's it's very easy to predict that that's going to happen yeah, one of exactly. these days just don't, right. we, we we don't know when we know we know what we, it's going to do when it happens yeah. but don't know when it's going to they're happen. saying in 2024 sometimes so okay. it, it's it's going to happen and you know my thoughts are by now Take advantage of the appreciation because your home will appreciate. And as soon as the um, interest rates drop, you then refi. So it's a win-win. Yeah, very cool. Got a good one here from Ricky, Angie. Ricky's in Clayton and says, we're looking for a home in the Flowers Plantation neighborhood. What kind of budget should we plan if we want to snag a home there? Yeah, and I love Flowers Plantation. That is a huge plan development community with, you know, all of the amenities. There's walking trails, there's pools, there's clubhouses. There's, I mean, just so much to do, but there's also a vast, you know, variety of home styles and home prices, which is wonderful. So no matter what your budget is, you can more than likely find something in Flowers Plantation. So when I'm just looking at active homes on the market, you know, I'm seeing brand new construction around 1,600 square foot going right at 300,000. So I would say our starting budget is around 300K. And then it goes from there. I mean, we have homes selling in the fours, the fives, even up to 1.1. There's an active home on the market at 1.1. So I would say your starting budget is 300,000 for the townhomes you know, sitting right at 1,600 square foot, brand new construction, and then it goes from there. So there's really just a home and a product for everyone. That's pretty cool. Nice when they build neighborhoods that have that variety and flexibility in them uh, so that there's a lot of different entry points for people who want to get into a specific area and a specific location. So uh, that that may be like stating the obvious, but, you know, some neighborhoods are just just all the same price point, right? Especially yeah. maybe older ones that have a lot of homes. neighborhoods, especially the smaller ones. I mean, yeah. they, they typically have like this is what we're building between this square footage and this square footage, similar style, similar price range. But this is more of that, you know, big planned, you know, development where you do have a lot of different options to choose from. Yeah, got a section of townhomes over here, and then we've got some ranch-style houses on this side. Here's our two stories, and then here's our mini-mansions, you know, and so it's all sorts of different uh, possible areas to kind of fit into what your budget is and what your home style is. So that's pretty cool. And uh, great question, Ricky. Hopefully that gives you some guidance there. A lot of flexibility when it comes to budget in that neighborhood. All right, Landon will finish us off this week. Landon's in Durham and says, I want to be a good home buyer and a good client for you. What are some of the top mistakes you see buyers making these days and how can I avoid them? Yeah. Um, do not go and purchase anything major or large. Um, do not go and buy a new car. Don't go and rack up your credit cards because that could really hurt you in the end and potentially keep you from obtaining a loan if you're getting financing. So that's going to be, I would say, number one. Um, and that's going to be the same feedback that you receive from a lender as well. So no large purchases while we are going through the process until after closing. And then you can spend your money however you choose. But I would say the other thing is really allowed us to educate and guide you. Um, All too often, other opinions can get involved in the process, whether it be a family member, a friend. I've even had a situation where, you know, a client was getting guidance from another real estate professional, which it really shouldn't be, but another real estate professional, but in a completely different market and state. So, That means a completely different process, different paperwork, different terms, different contract terminology. And that can really just 
you know, make the whole entire process very confusing for you. Um, it can make you second guess yourself. It also makes you second guess us as the professionals. So I would say try to really just, you know, take our lead. Let us explain and let us educate you through the process to make sure it's as seamless as possible you're taken care of and you're happy in the end. So the yeah. trust factor, we need trust. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.